Well, good morning, all you beautiful peaheads and peacocks. Hope it's a sunny day. Hope it's a rainy day. Hope it's whatever you need on this Friday, Junior. You know, whether you're uh, still embracing something new, whether you're embracing something old like an injury, <laughs> just doesn't matter. Whatever your day is, put a smile on your face because you're here, you made it, you woke up, upright and vertical, and woke up on the right side of the dirt. So there you go. If this is your first time, my name's Jason. You're listening to Jason in the Morning on AM 1321. I'd like to call all of you beautiful peahens and peacocks because you all have feathers. They're colorful. They're bright. They're yours. Ruffle them sometimes, but we like to see it. Shake them off. So send them in. Shaking your feathers. All right. We're going to get more going this morning. Uh, Daniel and Marie, they're Webster's Wheel. They're going to let us get started. this morning that shouldn't be too much of a surprise. This story comes out of the New York Times out of Washington, covered by a bunch of folks, Julian Barnes, Edward Wong, Haleem Cooper, and Chris Buckley. Uh, <laughs> this one covers the balloons, and, and I guess it's for people that haven't done a lot with uh, defense, defense intelligence, and the like. And, you know, just explaining that these so-called weather balloons are actually observational balloons. Now, why these are used is because they are low-flying, low to the earth, they're slow. They're often not able to be picked up on radar. So you can see why an, an adversary would choose these over any other conventional means, even in a day of satellite. But satellites can be detected even in orbit uh, for what they're trying to do. So, uh, they're you know, admitting like, well, you know, it seems China's kind of used this all over the world, right? Look, you don't have to be a genius to figure out what's going on. Russia, sending people out to, all over the world. Africa now, now we're seeing in South America, they're training and looking in, at guerrilla groups, right? China, they're mapping the world. They're looking at the installations. They're looking at all these different pieces of what they have. Now, some people have said, well, I don't think we have a lot of bases in in Montana, so I don't know what the big deal is. Look, it captured a swath from the Northwest US all the way down to South Carolina. Number of bases it could have gone over as well, but also testing and probing basically our response and how long it took us to take it down. So just, you know, these things, they're always, they're not always as simple. They're very, uh, you know, they, there's just things that are always underlying that you can't be too sure of. So I would make sure to think that through next time you're looking for the explanation from these folks. But, you know, the officials said, well, yeah, it's going to be okay. Uh, they've been spotted over, you know, the world. It's not just us. So, uh, you know, feel okay because, quote, this is what we assess as part of a larger Chinese surveillance balloon program. That, according to General Patrick Ryder, Pentagon spokesman. Well, General Ryder... 
Yes, we're aware. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Looking at our second story this morning, uh, some news coming out. Alex Morgan, women's national team for the U.S., uh, has spoken out allegedly. Uh, so the Women's World Cup is later this summer, uh, taking part, I believe, in New Zealand and Australia. And an announcement was made that Visit Saudi Arabia is going to be a sponsor potentially for the Women's World Cup. Uh, Alex Morgan said, quote, I think it's bizarre that FIFA has looked to have a Visit Saudi sponsorship for the Women's World Cup when I myself, Alex Morgan, would not even be accepted and supported in that country. And she plays for San Diego Wave Football Club in San Diego. Uh, she said, and I like this. I mean, she's not holding any punches. She's going for it. Quote, I just don't understand it. I think that what Saudi Arabia can do is put an effort into their women's team that was only formed a couple years ago and doesn't even have a current ranking within the FIFA ranking system because of how few games they played. That would be my advice to them, and I really hope that FIFA does the right thing. I mean, pretty much everyone has spoken out against that because morally it just doesn't make sense. So, interestingly enough, according to coverage here uh, that in the Associated Press, Women in Saudi Arabia could not even watch soccer until 2018. Uh, so they have a very, very new team. Uh, Saudi Arabia, as you know, uh, as we've talked with other stories, huge push in sports all the way around from getting involved uh, in the region uh, with Qatar and then also hosting a number of soccer actions, uh, the Super, Super, uh, Super Cup or something there where Barcelona and Real Madrid played last month. Uh, they're actually hosting again the, uh, let's, I didn't even know this existed until yesterday, but the FIFA Club World Cup that takes club teams putting together. That will be Saturday evening, Real Madrid will face a Saudi Arabian side in that one this weekend. Uh, but I mean, she's kind of, you know, and this is a good, you know, I know I've said, you know, three times in a row, but we've talked a lot about the women's national team for all the flack that people give them, you know, about, oh, they're just complaining. They're not complaining, man. Look, they not only are they advocates for human rights, women's rights, but they go on the field and they damn win the games, right? There are four stars on the women's national team jersey for that reason. So good on, good on Alex Morgan for speaking out there. We'll be right back with the B-side. All right, welcome to the B-side. Here's an interesting one for those looking at trying to detect prostate cancer. Uh, this affects approximately one if every, every uh, we'll start again, right? <laughs> hey, if this is your first time, we always tell you we do it in one take. We don't edit, and you get what you get. You do not throw a fit, but prostate cancer affects one in six men, uh, according to research. But there's a new test that's coming out. It's called a prostate-specific antigen, PSA test, uh, where it may be able to be detected in blood. So evidently there's 
uh, some home kits that are being uh, produced. You just, and I guess you draw your own blood. Uh, some people are, are <laughs> good at that. Oddly enough, that's a trick that uh, we can do here, Jason in the morning. Um, not a certified phlebotomist, but pretty good about doing it uh, myself. So uh, according to um, the University of East Anglia, not even sure where that's at, um, <clears throat> Norwich, or Norwich is, but it says, quote, there's currently no single test for prostate cancer, but PSA blood tests are among the most used alongside physical examinations, MRI scans, and biopsies. So, hey, could be something new, could be something there uh, to look at either blood or epigenetic marks, um, according uh, to the medical school uh, themselves. So, hey, I don't know, one of their professors spoke out today, might work. Video games, look, studies go back and forth, science can go back and forth, because it's all about the data. But a story by Sally Strong says, hey, video games might not be that bad uh, for your kids. So uh, look at that. Uh, video game coverage might be changing, and thoughts for what they're doing. Um, it says that, you know, it really is, and this gets back at the core element of what they're saying is, you know, maybe it's the game they're playing. Maybe it's not just that they're on games, but um, I don't know. Uh, but the, the focal point of this story is just saying it's, it doesn't have a negative impact on their cognitive ability, but that's such a wide array of, of a topic, right? Cognitive ability. Well, what does that mean? Does that, does that mean to do occupational functions? Does it mean specific tasks? Does it mean, uh, you know, it's, it's very... Um, I don't know. I'm hesitant on this one. I'm not saying they're good, bad. Otherwise, I'm not speaking of that. What, what I'm saying is that um, it, it, it's probably something that can be replicable. That's a bigger problem. Can these things be replicated, especially these studies? Uh, but according uh, to Sally Strong's story here, uh, they looked at 160 preteen students, 70% uh, from lower socioeconomic status. Um, they averaged between 2.5 to 4.5 uh, hours. Uh, and then trying to determine uh, if if that challenged their ability um, to, um, or if it degraded their ability to learn and, and remember. So uh, I think more to be done there um, because there's there's a lot, and in a lot of these cases you have to be concerned with how they're looking at the statistics and where the data is flowing from. All right, next one. Let's see. English Premier League, Man United leads two apiece. Rangers over Canucks, 4-3. Stars over Wild, 4-1. Men's basketball, Tennessee upset by one by Vanderbilt. Iowa State upset by West Virginia last night as well. Houston going strong, doubling up nearly Tulsa 80-42. Alabama rolls 97-69 over Florida on the men's side. No, let's see, no major soccer action today. On the women's side, UConn upset. Back-to-back -back losses for the first time in, I think, 30 years. 59-52 by unranked Marquette, Texas over Texas Tech on the women's side. Also in the English FA Cup, Fulham over Sunderland, 3-2. And let's see, that's what we got going for you. All right, as always, brought to you by Linda's Library for Social Lights and Savages. Julius Prudent Produce, getting after it. Heathcliff's Captivating Lodging. It's always time, tea time at Mad Hatter's. Be good to yourself, be good to each other, be good humans. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Jason in the morning, we're out of here.